You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good evening. Welcome to Love Logical DNA Not Required. This is Michelle L. Anderson coming to you live from Podcast Detroit Royal Oak Studios. We are looking forward to intriguing and entertaining you every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Let me start today's show by saying thank you for joining our family, which is biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Good evening, everyone. This is Michelle L. Anderson, Love Logical, DNA Not Required. I want to start the show off tonight by saying thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone for your prayers and your kind words um, in regards to my daughter's car accident last week, Tuesday. I want to say thank you for supporting my co-host, Delon Kennedy. It was his first time recording on his own. He was nervous and did a great job. Um, Mr. Higgins, thank you so much for working with Delon, and I enjoyed the interview very much. But tonight, we have a special guest, and I'm going to read the words that are here for her. I have a woman with the mission to encourage, equip, and empower others. Marsha Joy Phillips, she lives this mission daily. And the mission that she's living is for her organization, which is perfectly scarred. Thank you for being here with us tonight. Thank you. I am so excited. Um, when I heard your story, I had to have you on my podcast. And it was funny because I was in a class and with Lynn and she was sharing your story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, soon as we had a break, <laughs> I was reaching out to you I was right so then and there. Oh, you sent that while you were in the class? Yes, we were on a break and oh, I wow. sent it while I was in the class because she told the story of you meeting with someone in the elevator at Children's Hospital. So can you share with our guests what Perfectly Scarred is? And we are going to get to your elevator story, too, I hope. Absolutely. (laughs) So Perfectly Scarred is a nonprofit foundation. It is for child burn survivors. And I like to say, actually, pediatric burn survivors. And pediatric meaning 18 and under. Okay. You can be a newborn all the way up to 18. I personally was perfectly scarred and I love to say perfectly scarred that's the date that you became perfectly scarred Mm -hmm. and I became perfectly scarred at the age of 14 months by one cup of coffee and so I have always wanted to do something and let me correct that I'm not going to say always Mm -hmm. once I became an adult and when I finally embraced my scars I wanted to do something for that population where I was actually scarred. And I want to be, I wanted to be able to have that arm 
available for them mm-hmm. because there wasn't anything when I w- when I was scarred. There was FIA, which is now known as DHS, mm-hmm. that came in and wanted to monitor and see. We want to make sure that no one's hurting this child. Okay. Other than that, there was family and friends and loved ones that surrounded me, but there was nothing to help make my journey feel more comfortable, to make me feel as though someone else was going through what I was going through which there was, but there was no connection there. And so I um, incorporated the organization in 2015, Mm -hmm. but we officially launched in 2016. And what we do is we encourage, we engage, and we empower pediatric burn survivors. And our main outreach effort is sending care packages and we call them PS packages and it's PS you're beautiful PS you're your own standard of beauty PS you are burned and bold PS you're not scarred they're beauty marks yes we send those care packages it will include a PS item it will include something that that youth enjoys because their parents or they actually tell us things that they like and it includes a letter from myself and also a letter from my mother to their loved one Mm -hmm. because this is not a faith-based organization but the founder of it is a faith-based person. And my mother's healing came from seeing me thrive. I can, I can understand that as a, as a mother myself, I can truly understand. Was it your mother who's, who accidentally spilled the coffee? Yes. So I will go through the story because I actually love telling it. And it, it seems crazy that Mm -hmm. I would love to tell this story, but It was the day that my life changed. It was the day that the enemy thought that he had me, that he had me stuck somewhere. Mm -hmm. But I always say Genesis 50 and 20. That's that's the day God said, I'm going to do something with this. And so um, my mom and I were at at my babysitter's house and she was preparing to leave, but she made some coffee Mm -hmm. and she made a cup of coffee and set it up on the counter and she went to the refrigerator to get something. I was tall for my age and I walked in the kitchen and I reached up and grabbed the cup of coffee off of the counter, Mm -hmm. attempted to drink it, and it basically... Um, fell on me. And so the liquid hit the side of my face, mm-hmm. um, my shoulder, and down the front of my clothing. Of course, once that heat hit me, I began to scream. My mom turned around. She grabbed me. And in that moment, she panicked. And she grabbed me and held me. Um, the babysitter wasn't able to get me out of my mom's arms. Mm-hmm. And so the babysitter had to call my aunt to come over to get me out of my mom's arms. And so it was that heat Mm -hmm. that just continued to increase. And so once hot liquid hits your body, a lot of people don't know this, but only two seconds, two seconds of exposure to hot liquid can cause a child to have a third degree burn. And coffee is typically served above 170 degrees, Mm -hmm. and it only takes exposure to 140 degrees. So it takes two seconds for the exposure. So Mm -hmm. basically, tell me if I'm thinking this properly. Mm -hmm. So 
coffee or another hot liquid can literally fall on a child. And if immediate action is taken, it may be able to keep it from becoming a third degree burn. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I'm learning something. And Love Logical, um, Love Logical listeners, Love Logical family, if you have children who have, you know, incurred burns, please, you know, or your friends, let them contact them, tell them to listen to this podcast because I know that they're going to want to reach out to Perfectly Scarred after they hear this podcast. So, so sorry for interrupting, but no I just problem. wanted to, I want to clarify. No, that, that's really yes. good. And so I actually have the stat and mm-hmm. it's two second exposure to 140 degrees. Mm-hmm. So 140 degrees liquid, two second exposure to that can cause a um, injury that would result in the need for surgery. Mm. A cup of coffee is typically served at 175 degrees. I will say I am a coffee drinker and my coffee maker, the temperature is set for 190. Wow. And so think about that. Mm -hmm. If we want our coffee hot, especially you want it hot so that if you put in a creamer that's cool Mm -hmm. and it cools it down, you want it as hot as it can be. Yes, because I'm I'm a coffee drinker Mm -hmm. as well. so. So think about back in the 80s. There's no temperature gauge on your coffee pot. Even if you were using a coffee pot, typically you're using instant coffee and you're stirring it into boil. Or you were boil, you were boiling water in a pot on the stove. Yes. Yes. In a sauce pot. Yeah, in a sauce pot. That's, that's, that was grandma's house. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And so you think about that and you're pouring it into this cup and you're stirring in your coffee. How hot is that? Who knows? Right. Because back then we weren't testing the temperature of that. We didn't have all these fancy coffee automated um, coffee makers. Yes. And so I pulled that coffee and basically my skin cooked and your my skin began to melt off and your skin can literally melt off of your body. Mm-hmm. It can slide off. And I know for some that may be graphic, but if we really think about it and we don't shy away from that truth, we can be saving a child's life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say from my experience and one of my board members, her child just last year was in the kitchen. Um, her aunt had coffee on the table. Her one and a half year old walked in, picked it up. And she said that morning, I just felt led to put on extra layers She said, I didn't know why. I just put on extra Mm -hmm. layers. The next thing you know, her child just is yelling hot, hot. The aunt was very quick and just pulled off clothes. And she sent me a picture of the onesie that Mm -hmm. the one and a half year old had on. And it literally is in the same shape as my actual scars. Wow. And she does not have a scar because of quick action. Only the residue of the liquid. Yes. It was on the onesie, but it got on the jogging suit. It got on the T-shirt, the extra shirt that was under there, and then the onesie. So she was led by the spirit mm-hmm. within her. Yes. To do that. Yes. That's, and that's she amazing. And she has not one scar on her. And she immediately called and was just praising God and was talking about the things that she's learned by being a part 
of our board. And she said she's more conscientious of what goes on in her kitchen with teaching her children how to cook and teaching safety mm. because of just being a part of the organization. See, when, when, I, when I heard your story, I thought about how many children there are out here who do, you know, they do things without thinking. That's yes. that's being a child, especially yes. around that age. Mm-hmm. They're going to want to see what's in the cup. They're going to want to drink what's in the cup, you know. And even as children get older, sometimes it's just a matter of someone bumping into them. Yes. It's a matter of our kids now are drinking Starbucks at, at seven and yes. eight years old. And younger. <laughs> and younger. And it, it, it really surprises me how young children are drinking coffee now. And I never thought of the temperature, you know, that we're giving to these kids. And when you're in the car, cup lids are not always secure. Yes. So for my love logical families who are just coming together, if you are in the process of blending with someone who has a small child, if you are in the process of adopting or fostering children under the age of 18. This is something that I want you to place in your brain so that you can think and remember this conversation that we're having today. You know, so you can think about it when you're sitting that cup up on the counter, on the table, on the ledge, um, in, in the cup holder, in the car, handing it to a child in the back seat. Yes. Or handing it to someone in the back seat where there is a child or actually child, adult or whoever. Let's let's think about these temperatures. Can you tell us the temperature again? It's it only takes two second exposure to one hundred and forty eight degrees. So I I. I hope you don't mind. I would I mind love for the audience to go to our Instagram page, either Instagram or Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it is perfectly scarred ink. So it's just spelled out and make sure you don't put perfectly scared. It's yes. perfectly scarred with two, two S's. R's. I'm sorry, two, with two R's. Two R's. And it's perfectly scarred ink. And there are some stats on there, especially for National Burn Awareness Week that just passed on the first full week of February. Mm-hmm. There are some, there's some information on there on the perfect temperature for you to put your water heater the perfect temperature for you to have specific settings for things in your home because there are instances where just simply washing your hands just because an adult likes hot water to wash their hands with Mm -hmm. it can scald a child and children in our elderly population those are the two populations where your skin is thin and so you can be scarred and um, receive a scald burn faster than anyone else. So children and elderly, actually the temperatures for both of those populations should be the same because your skin is thin when you're younger and it thins out as you age. Okay. So on your website, Perfectly Scarred Inc., Oh, so the website is perfectlyscarred.org. Perfectlyscarred.org. And on, on Instagram, Instagram it's perfectly scarred Inc. Yes. Instagram and Facebook. Yes. And I, those numbers, those, those numbers would be very interesting to have because I don't know how many of you out there have thought about 
the you know the temperature of your water heater in the house based upon the age of the people that you have within your home. You know, that is something that I personally had not really thought of. Mm-hmm. And I have my five-year-old granddaughter living with me right now. We're very cautious of her when she's getting in the shower and things like that. But I didn't even think about the water heater. Yes. And actually, I pulled up that stat. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. <coughs> That's okay. Um, I put up the stat and for setting your water heater to 120 degrees. Okay, so you set your home water heater to 120 degrees, and that's 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Yes. Because I do have a lot of friends that come from different countries where they use Celsius. So we're looking at 120 degrees Fahrenheit is the perfect temperature. And 48, degree, um, 48 degrees Celsius. And 48 degrees Celsius. Yes. Okay. And that's for your water heater. And then for bath water and for any bathing water so your shower your bath that should be 98 degrees fahrenheit or 37 degrees celsius okay 98 degrees fahrenheit for a bath 37 degrees celsius now we know women mm-hmm. women have a tendency to want to take those scalding hot showers bath. and those scalding hot baths and then you know it's so funny and no offense to you men but i i've seen where men They'll the they'll the water is like lukewarm yes. to a woman, yes. and they're saying that it's hot. But then they'll go get in the hot tub. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and I'm I am one of those people. I love my bath water hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want my food the hottest. Yes, I want my shower hot. I when I wash my hands, I want the water hot. But. I think about who's around me. Mm-hmm. So if my niece or nephew is around, I actually turn it down. Because the thing is, a lot of things happen, as you said earlier, mm-hmm. it's with just that second, that second of inattention. Mm-hmm. And so I'm actually not the only person in my family that has been burned. Really? I found out that two of my aunts on my father's side were scalded. And my aunt that she's like a second mother to me, Mm -hmm. she was scalded by falling into a bathtub at a babysitter's house. Wow. And so just making that bath water and she was at a babysitter's house. Now she's in her 60s. -hmm. So, again, we're at a time where you're not testing the water. You just want to get it hot. And thinking about back then, a lot of it was. You make this bath water hot in the beginning because somebody else might have to get in there. I mean, you're looking at preserving resources Correct. back then. And she fell in because no one was watching. And I know that's something that I've heard happened a lot um, back in the day. Mm-hmm. And their tubs were different than ours, too. The tubs, actually the porcelain tubs with the feet, they held heat they will hold longer. In. Yes. Than what the tubs hold heat now. Mm-hmm. Yes, and don't don't have to bathe in a metal tub. Yes, even if you didn't if you didn't have porcelain, you had metal. You are burning They're, or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or both. Yes. So you're you're being you're not only being scalded on your skin, like you are literally cooking in water. And so sometimes we as women take that um, as a pride. A, I think of pride. Oh, mm-hmm. I can withstand this heat. But we forget 
And it's easy to forget, especially if it doesn't have anything to do with what we're doing. Mm -hmm. If it hasn't affected our lives, it's easy for us to not pay attention to something. So if no one in your household or no one in your family or in your surrounding circle has ever been scalded or burned by something, or if it was just very simple and I just got something out of the oven really quick, Mm -hmm. I forgot about that. But I am a person that is free in showing my scars because I want people to ask questions. I love for children to ask questions. Um, I just got back from burn camp. One of the greatest blessings I've ever had um, to be able to be a part of burn camp. It didn't exist right after I um, was burned and it was just getting started um, as I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So I didn't find out about it until I got into my 20s. So I'm so glad that I'm a part of it now. They said, now you're a part of the family. You have to yes. keep coming back and I'm excited to do so. But to be around children that can see that you're one of them Mm -hmm. to see that you're an adult and you're accomplishing your dreams. You're doing the things that some of them think that they can't do. And I like for people to know just because your skin is scarred, it does not mean that your potential, your goals, and many of your abilities are scarred. It's just, it's your skin. That's it. And I say the world needs to adjust. That's why we want people to show their scars. The more I show my scars, the more I redefine the standard of beauty, the more the world has to adjust. And I write my own definition. Wow. Did you all hear that? I'm telling you this. I just knew I knew this is this is powerful. And I'm going to reiterate those of you who have children in your home. You're getting ready to blend with someone who has children and and you don't. You're getting ready to adopt. You're getting ready to bring in foster children. Adjust the temperature of your water heater. Um, 120, correct? Um, 120. 120. Adjust the heater. Adjust your water heaters. Pay attention to where you're sitting, your hot beverages. Pay attention to where your coffee maker is in the house. You know, these are things that are that are key. Mm -hmm. But the main thing, the main thing, this is parents and, and, you know, love logical, biological and love logical. When the children or if your child should ever incur a burn, or if the child has already incurred a burn, let them know how beautiful they are. Because beauty starts from within. It does. This this gorgeous young woman sitting here in front of me, number one, looks like a model. You saw that from her picture. <laughs> but number you. two, her beauty actually, it radiates from within. It radiates from within. Her, her mother raised her to embrace who she is, no matter what scar she has on her body. She embraces her scars and she embraces her outer beauty because her mother honed and nurtured and empowered that inner beauty. And that's something that we need to do with our children. Yeah. Love logical and biological. We need to do that. But parents, when you're coming into a non-biological relationship with your, with your children, it's important that you take the time 
to show the love and the empowerment in your words and your actions. Absolutely. And those words mean a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were talking before the show began, we were talking about the name, Perfectly Scarred. I had a completely different name, but it was from some time, just some quiet time. And the Lord just put it on my heart, Perfectly Scarred. Because I started years ago telling um, students because I I'm not a teacher in the schools, but I used to while I was an undergrad okay. and I used to teach grades K through eight. And there was a child that asked me about my burns, because depending on if I wear a low cut shirt, you can see it a little mm-hmm. bit. And children are very observant. He asked what was wrong with me. And I said, those are my beauty marks. Mm-hmm. His mother found me two years ago on Facebook and said, I remember the day my child came home and told me that his teacher had really cool beauty marks Mm -hmm. on her because I redefined it. That child was no longer afraid. Mm -hmm. Other children have been afraid and have covered theirs up until I have let them touch mine and see it's okay. It doesn't hurt. It, It won't hurt you. There's a little girl who started wearing her compression garments because she saw what the possibility of her skin could be if she put on these compression garments that made her stand out. This is beautiful. This and, is absolutely beautiful. And so thinking about your your core audience of we have your biological and love logical families that are out there. Think about these households that some children come from. Think about how the world uses words to attack. Mm-hmm. Words can either grow seeds or kill them. Correct. And so we need to make sure that our words are watering, that they're watering with pure water, that we're tilling ground. And we, if we really realize that children are seeds, that we have been given the ability to steward, to water, to pour onto, what are you speaking? Yes. And we learn that by watching you. I was taught when I was younger by some people that I had a good side and a bad side to mm-hmm. take pictures. I don't have pictures of me when I was younger from my quote unquote bad side because people thought they were protecting me. But what they were doing was actually shaping my mind to cover up. So the first time I wanted to take pictures on my right side, which Mm -hmm. is the side with my with my scars on it. I went to the store and my mom, she said, if this is what you want to do, we will go and spend all this money on Dermablend. You know, Dermablend comes with a spatula. Dermablend is stage makeup. Yes. Dermablend, you literally take a white spatula. Well, when I got it, it was a white mm-hmm. spatula and you patch it onto your face to cover so up the that scars. I could cover it up. Yes. And take these pictures and I look like I had just left the morgue. And all I had to do was go and just take my pictures and be proud. Mm-hmm. But because we use our words and tell, even if they didn't tell it to me, you can hear people talking. Yes. And you can say, you can hear people say, oh, make sure that she gets to wear a shawl in the wedding so that she can cover up. So in my mind, I thought something was wrong with my skin. Mm -hmm. So I would be in the mirror. I would go find brown towels, brown sheets, 
and pillowcases and cover them up and just say, God, I want to know what it feels like to be normal. And I was doing this behind closed doors. So my mother never knew that this was happening. But in my quiet time, I could be playing dress up. I could be doing all these other things. But I'm standing in the mirror putting material over me, draping it, because I'm imagining what it would feel like to, quote unquote, look normal. And so what I want for your audience to do is to speak positively, positivity over these children. Yes. I call young ladies. I say, hi, beautiful. How are you? Or hi, gorgeous. How are you? Hi, princess. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Hi, handsome. Hello, sir. How are you? And they look at me, one, because I'm giving them respect. Mm-hmm. I'm shaking their hands. But I'm speaking to something that may be dead and dormant within, within them. Within them. You're, you're, you're uplifting them. And yes. that's, that's how I was taught to address children. Mm. I was taught to address children. Hello, princess. Yes. Hello, sir. How are you? Yes. Because that 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 lets them know that you think I'm special, you know. And my mother always used to, you know, she'll say, "Well, how old are you?" And the kids will say, "I'm five. And my mother say, "Well, I'm five too." And they, "No, you're not." You know, <laughs> "Yes, I am." Oh, no, you're not. And it's like, "Well, what would make you think I'm not five? You know. So she would engage in conversations. Mm-hmm. That would let these children know that they were cared for. Yes. They were cared for. And these were children that would come into our home, you know, and my mother had foster children. And we had we had a young man that came to stay with us. And he had been I'd never forget him or his skin because he had been beaten with a hot wire. Wow. So he had this. He had just. It looked like, like wet, wet welts, but it was it was white, you know, because the skin and everything was just gone and no one had taken care of it. And he always wanted to wear long sleeves mm-hmm. because he didn't want the other kids to see his arms. And my mother actually put him in short sleeves and she explained to him there was nothing wrong with his arms because the, what was wrong is the person who did that because they were the ones that had a problem. He doesn't have yes. a problem. And she let every child in our house as well as in our neighborhood. know. I dare you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dare you to say something. We're not going to do that. And he would go outside with his short sleeves on, but she would have to put a salve on him and, and everything. And he ended up going with his family from what I, what I recall, but it was just, I watched my mother and how she handled children. And I try to handle children the same way. And that's what you're doing. You're doing, so your mother taught you the same way mine taught me. And you're loving people in spite of their scars. Absolutely. And when I talked to you, I said, you know, when I think of perfectly scarred, I understand the physical scars, but even those mental scars to stay with you, you're perfectly scarred. Absolutely. And that is why I love our name, Perfectly Scarred. Yes. Because the scars that hurt the most are the ones that aren't able to be seen. Yes. And so anyone is able to adopt 
the fact that they are perfectly scarred. Mm-hmm. I I actually have on one of our shirts, and it says a statement, a knowing, a declaration, the truth that my flaws are flawless, my imperfections are absolutely perfect, and they all culminate into the grand story of me. Wow. For me, mm-hmm. anybody can adopt that. But what that really means, that is my own personal translation of Genesis 50 and 20. Mm-hmm. What the devil meant for evil, God turned around and used it for my good. That's also a culmination of Romans 8 and 28, that God will use everything, that he will use everything and work it out. And so I need for all of us to think about what your mother did. Your mother watered in private so that that young man could bloom in public. public, And so when we strengthen children behind closed doors, we have to remember that there's more people in the world than there are in your house. Mm -hmm. So if your house is strong, if your house is watering with right words, if your house is loving, if everything is strengthening you inside of your house, your confidence is built so that when you go out in the world and someone tries to tell you who you are not and they try to tell you who you are and who you aren't and all of these things and they try to define you, you've already been defined and that can't shake you. But yes. we have to remember that children are watching us. Children are watching when you're in the mirror saying, oh, these jeans have gotten too tight. I've gotten too big or I have this belly or this doesn't fit right. When they hear that, they start to examine themselves. We yes. forget that children are very resilient until someone tells them that they're not. You can tear a child down fast. And I want people to think about that. You know, especially if you have a child that has scars. And I'm talking about physical and emotional scars be careful going into blended relationships biological embrace good love logical parents because you want your child to have a love logical parent with your ex Mm -hmm. that's going to truly care about your child you don't want a stepchild because like i posted last (laughs) week my mother said nobody's stepping on any damn body in my house those were her real words (laughs) And she would say it often. There were times that the F word came into it if someone said something incorrectly, because we're talking about 1970s where, Mm -hmm. you know, that would happen. But advance above the step, become love logical, go into a relationship love logical. When you are bringing a child into your home, like I said, via adoption, That's your love logical child, biological by nature, love logical by choice, DNA not required. Yes. And I love something that you said. um, You said that there's no step in Mm -hmm. here. Nobody's stepping on you. And I got a term from a friend um, years ago, and her name's Tiffany Smith. She she separated from her daughter's father. Mm -hmm. And I always noticed that her daughter called her quote-unquote stepmother mom 
And we had a conversation and she started to talk about how their relationship blossomed. And she said, if she doesn't call her mom, she refers to her as her bonus mom. And I said, bonus. I love that. And I actually could not stand saying step regarding my my dad. Mm -hmm. I have a biological father who's gone on um, to heaven and I have an amazing bonus dad. And I love using that term, bonus. That's what love logical. It it's a bonus. Yes. I most people only get one parent. Yes. I have been blessed to have two dads. Yes. And I have no worries because one transitioned on, but before he transitioned, I was blessed with another. Mm-hmm. And he allows me to honor. Your father. My, my father. Yes. But I have a bonus. Yeah. We don't do steps. And I love that. You said nobody is stepping on anybody, anybody in, in this house. house. <laughs> so that's what Love Logical actually is. It's 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 me. It's how I was raised. I, I was born into a blended family. My, my mother had foster children. My mother fostered dogs. We wow. babysat kids, babysat dogs. My mother truly had a Love Logical heart. And that's why... I want when people see the the, the symbol, mm-hmm. when they see my symbol, I want them to know that the person who's wearing that symbol has a non-biological family that they love as if they're part of their biological family. Absolutely. That's what I want them to see. And I wanted you here because when you're when you're coming into new family familial relationships and you're facing issues that you've not faced before. A lot of the podcast guests that I have, they're helping the families. They're helping these people learn how to face those issues Mm -hmm. as their families grow, bond, and their families start to really believe and love each other. It makes a difference. Can we go back to, I want to go back to Children's Hospital. Okay. Because I'm a Children's Hospital baby. Oh, awesome. I love Children's <laughs> Hospital. I'm a Shriner's child. I was born with a cleft palate. Wow. But I did not have a hair lip, but I did have a cleft palate. And I spent many of my younger years at Children's Hospital, the old Children's oh, Hospital. Wow. And Dr. McKevitt was actually my surgeon who helped to close my cleft palate and once it was closed, I um I had to go through years of speech therapy. And look at you now. Years of speech <laughs> therapy. <the> <laughs> and I would I would have no clue. <laughs> oh, it's and the funny thing is the scar is always going to be there. So whenever I have a new doctor and I have to give my history and I state that I was born with a cleft palate, the the mirror is coming out, the light's coming out because they want to look and see and it's like, wow. So the Shriners blessed my parents by paying for my medical wow. and Children's Hospital blessed my blessed my parents by taking care of me. Children's Hospital is amazing. Yes. And so with Children's Hospital um, the way that we got connected, it was I I had a good friend and all of my friends knew what 
my passion was for Perfectly Scarred. And a really good friend said, you need to, you just need to introduce yourself to this person. And I went ahead and introduced myself, had no idea who the woman was. Mm-hmm. So that means you always are, should be kind to people. You yes. never know who you're in the presence of. And she said, send me an email with what you're trying to do. I said, okay. And I sent it to her. Still no clue of who she is. I get an email saying, oh, my goodness, we would love to meet with you next week. I get there and come to find out she is a very well-known physician Mm -hmm. in Children's Hospital and sits on their board. And I sat down with the the department, the department heads of the burn unit. And the elevator story is just about having an elevator speech Mm -hmm. and someone donating because – of the elevator speech. And mm-hmm. I, I don't even like calling it an elevator speech, mm-hmm. but pe- the public will understand what that is. But for me, it is a quick synopsis because everyone doesn't want to hear your That's story. story. Yes. But if I can tell you about who I am and what I do in 30 seconds, I might be able to change something in my life or your life. Mm -hmm. But what we do at Children's Hospital is we partner with them. We do some of their events. They will let um, children and their families know about us. We host community events. Last year, we had a skating party. Um, All of the survivors, they do not have to pay to participate in anything that we do. Nice. Um, We are donors and Family members, they will donate things and they'll pay for their tickets. We all always want them to come, not worry about finances, and we want them to be in an environment where people, they don't feel as though they're being stared at. Yes. They feel comfortable. Yes. And that's what um, my experience at Burn Camp was. My best experience there was the swimming pool. And I almost cried. Looking at all of these children jumping in the swimming pool, bathing suits, swim trunks. And I remembered when I was their age, I always got the cutest bathing suit, but I got a new T-shirt to go along with it. Oh, yes. Because I was swimming in a T-shirt or I would get into the pool, take the shirt off, put it on the side because it would be too hot to swim in it. And that towel or that shirt better be there. Before I even crawled out of the pool. You were hiding your scars. I was hiding. Yes. And when you think about the children that either come from foster homes or they're being adopted into a family or there's a blended family. Yes. Be mindful that even a loving touch, just as you, you said, your mother will put the salve yes. on the young man's arm. Yes. That could have shifted something in him simply because she touched him. She touched him. him. And the look of love in her face. Yes. Because a touch sometimes can be. I'm, I'm trying to think of the right way to say it. A touch sometimes if followed or if if in if at the same time as a sour face yes it's it feels it, as it though takes, i have to do right. this i'm only doing this because i have i to. have to that can strip so much confidence and dignity of, or confidence that's building that could take you all the way back you know they used to say back in the day elevator to the curb mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you never want to step on a child to where they feel that low. So watch your faces. Yes. If you don't want to do it or you can't do it, don't do it. Don't until sign up for it. Don't sign up for it until your heart is right. Yes. You're right. Do not sign up for it until your heart is right. If you're blending and you don't think you can handle it, don't. Yes. If you're adopting and that you find that the child has burns and you're not ready for it, there's a lot of families and your child will be there. So it, it really, please, take into consideration your face. And I say that because I've seen people touch elderly people, children, and anyone that has even, even minor disabilities. Mm-hmm. And the look on someone's face says a lot. And children do read faces very well. Children are very intelligent. Yes. They pick up on things better than adults would even think. And coming from, I'm a clinical social worker. So I I have done foster care adoption. I've worked in that field. I work with so many youth. And honestly, they want to be seen. They want to be heard. And they want to be loved. Yes. Yes. And they want to be wanted. Wanted. Yes. And sometimes the negative behaviors that are displayed are just simply because they want attention and don't know the appropriate way. Or they're testing. They're testing to see if you're going to keep them. Because they've been passed around so So many many times. times. I'm going to see if you really, really want me. Yes. And and you know what? That's okay. That's okay. Let them have their moments. Respond in love and kindness, but just remember that's a human. That is a human being. And something I like to say is see the human, not the scars. Yeah. See the human, respect the scars. You don't even have to fully understand it, but just know that I'm a human being because whether my scar is physical or it's internal, it's there. Ask me about it. Don't yes. make an assumption. Don't don't just take these wild guesses. Ask and do it respectfully because so many people have stories. We all have stories. And think about the freedom that we gain when we're able to tell it. So I'm thankful that you're allowing me to tell my story because somebody is being saved right now. I'm thankful and blessed that you are here today telling your story and I knew that I knew that this story needed to be told because there are there's someone out here who has a child with scars that may not know what to do mm-hmm. now they have a platform yeah. they have somewhere to go and they know that counseling helps yes, yes. but the main thing that helps the most is the love of helping them through. And I know we don't have much time, but if your child is being bullied, Mm -hmm. teach them that their scars are perfect, that they are perfectly scarred, and also take the time to educate the bully. Because a lot of children bully because they don't understand. Absolutely. Educate the bully. Absolutely. 
I am just thank you for today. You're welcome. Thank you. Can you please remind everyone the temperatures to keep their their water heaters at home? Yes. 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, also for a bathing temperature, 98 degrees Fahrenheit to 100 is typically the max in Fahrenheit for bathing temperatures. And remember, two-second exposure to a minimum of 148 degrees of water or any hot liquid, and that's including noodles, that's including soup that is easily tipped over. Mm -hmm. Noodles, when they fall on a child, they actually stick. And so it's like glue to skin. So those wonderful noodles that children like to eat, be careful with those. Make sure those are cool. Mm -hmm. All of that can cause a scar or a burn that could require surgery. And our coffee is typically served at 178, oh, sorry, 175 degrees. But mine is typically served at 191 because that's what my coffee maker sat on. And so I'm very mindful. Use coffee cups with lids. You have the spirit that everyone says that you have. Oh, wow. Um, I want all of you to go to her website, okay. take a look. If you have a child that has incurred burns, please contact Perfectly Scarred Incorporated. Reach out. They can help you through the process. Yes. They can help you through the process. And my Love Logical listeners, I would like um, to share with you that on on March Sunday, March the 17th, Love Logical will have an event. We're doing hair for dance, barbershop talks at the Methodist Children's Society in Redford, Michigan. There's approximately 50 young men between the ages of 6 and 18. We will be going over to give them haircuts. I need help with this event. I am looking for barbers from all different ethnic backgrounds. I am looking for donations of breakfast, snacks, and lunch, as well as I have um, other people that are coming in to help mentor for the day. We have two times focus that's going to be a part of this event. Um, they are Christian male mentors. We have, of course, always have Bees Vanity. Bees Vanity is my hair for dance right arm. Um, Betty is a part of everything. We have Mike the Barber, Mike Johnson, and we have JMO, community activist and, and motivational speaker. We're looking for more people to volunteer to come and help make this a great day for our young men. And if I could get some younger men in your 20s, who would who are mentoring now i would love to have you come out give me a call please 800-829-0406 800-829-0406 or info at lovelogical.com and again info at lovelogical.com thank you so so much marcia thank i appreciate you, you. your mother has done a wonderful, wonderful job. Thank you. And for you to empower and reach out to other kids, thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure.
I'm looking forward to partnering with Perfectly Scarred at some point in this future. Thank you very much, everyone, and have a great evening.